All right, hey, welcome to uh, North Pole Train Tours. Uh, or the uh, yeah, I mean, we've been trying to take all the train tracks. Uh, not well, technically not all of them, because some of them are top secret. But uh, to take everything here at the North Pole and use it for more than one purpose, and that includes maybe one day opening up the North Pole to tours. And uh, so today we have another special tour. Uh, thank you for settling into your seat. We do have uh, some, like a, a welcome, uh, a couple welcome things for you to enjoy. Uh, in in the this is the tea card here, and uh, we have you, you. But it's also you could have some cocoa, you could have some tea, just some water if you want. And later on, you have an option. This is a warm service but or a cool water service, but we will have Nog later other options. And, uh, you know, we have some uh, sugar cookies and cookie alternatives, sugar-free cookies, gluten-free cookies, and just some candy canes. Uh, however, you, uh, yeah, they are delicious. Oh, boy, you could try all of them. You don't ha- have, you can have one of each or... or uh, but you're going to see at the station as we begin to pull out, that is, now we don't normally glorify Santa too much here at the North Pole or or all of us elves. But this is a really special place uh, and you, occasionally we need a statue and this is a particular, this is our, you know, North Pole main station and I guess because there are, this is one of the trains, not that you're on, but that comes into the station that is uh, one of the ones that is regularly used by non-North Poleans uh, or North Poles. You know, they, they say, what do you, what do you, if you're a resident of the North Pole, what do you call yourself? We call ourselves North Poles. Uh, and, we, you know, people have a laugh at it, uh, but n- normally people don't ask anyway. They say, oh, you're an elf. Uh, but you know, if we when we practice language, uh, because some of us use different language apps, you know, like learning the languages of the world, part of important part of our both uh, our jobs, but it's also enjoyable. We try to tra- we say, oh yes, uh, so but uh, say, yeah, that's uh, we're North Poles. Uh, I don't know if that's official though. But that's just it's in it's in popular usage here at the North Pole, or I guess it would be in popular usage if it was something that came up a lot. All that said, you're seeing a giant statue of Santa Claus holding a hand with an elf uh, in triumph, and Santa is pointing off uh, in the direction of where the sun would normally set. Well, actually, exactly where the sun would set uh, here on the evening of uh, the 25th, correct? Because that's like when Santa says, I'm going to bed for a while, a long winter's nap. uh, And you can see that Santa's shoulders, if you really look closely, are a little bit slumped. uh, But the joy and relaxation on both Santa and uh, the elf's uh, face is uh, very, you know, the kind of reaction you have after a satisfying work season. Now, you're going to be noticing a, uh, now you can't see these at the windows because there's also a walking path. Uh, 
but we're going through, uh, we're going to take one right turn and then another right turn, then a left turn and a left turn, then a right turn and a right turn, and a left turn and a left turn, uh, as we work our way out of this, uh, out of the North Pole. That's also because of in existing infrastructure. Uh, I find it very relaxing because the train would already have to go slow anyway because we're leaving the station. You know, there's residential area. So we're weaving in between residential areas and uh, some, you know, guest areas, guest facilities. And also we're going, you know, we'll be underneath some buildings that were built on top of this. And then we're going to do a left uh but instead of a two lefts, we're just going to make one left, and we're going to go on a long stretch. Now, if you're walking outside, it would kind of show, like, uh, because, like, you could kind of notice that a lot of our, uh, we, we do a lot of things where we have a park on top of stuff. And so above the train tracks, uh, a lot of the times we have, if, if we're not underground or there's not already something above us, we do have these greeneries covering, particularly here, because it reduces sound and, you know, the train does run on electricity, but in the past it did not. And so these greeneries, uh, it's, it's a bit of an arch uh, or a bit of a dome, not a dome, you know, a ceiling, a green ceiling, you know, of course, intertwined with metal, but you can walk up there. And that has a history. It's uh, the the North Pole's memory lane. And now that is only for North Poleans because uh, there is another memory. And now we're taking a right uh, and working our way through. That's really for North Poleans, uh, though there is a, a section of it. So the, the part where we turned left, but we didn't do two lefts, is where that's North Poleans only. If you go back, that, that was when we came out of the underground again. But if you went back uh, to the where we were making a lot more turns, that is like kind of the more official mythology of the North Pole. And it, it uh, oh, you know, it's, it's it's not really changed much. Uh, and the uh, just as an entertainment, like, and also like uh, it, it goes along with popular culture. So the official, the official in quotes history of the North Pole is like uh, the you know we try to do take all the world's traditions, but po I guess popular myth and lo some less than popular you know myths you may say are less than popular but you know what's weaved into the cultures of the world that we serve. And now we're making another right turn and yeah again all the history is going on above us. Uh, Another thing where we are working on, because it, like uh, even though these two sections, we do want to do another walk like this, uh, and, and and now it might not be above the, any trains, so so it's kind of strange that I'd be telling you this, but you know, like there's a lot of repurposing going on of uh, train trestles, and we love that kind of stuff. We we take inspiration from the world sometimes. But we'd like, you know, once we've established a location, we'd like to do something with uh, some of the timeline 
of the the public timeline again, the pop, not just pop culture, because there's a lot of time parts of our North Pole timeline that uh, be, be, uh, you know the the you might be coming that might be news to you, and it is all part of this place we're going eventually uh, as we make another turn again. We've got uh, two more turns uh, before we enter North. What 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 I guess I should prepare you for is a train tour. Uh, through North Pole Park, and this was uh, something we had a lot of, uh, this is something that's been a long time coming, but a long time avoiding, which was a a theme park and a celebration of, uh, in a place for people to come to the North Pole. Now, you do have the option, like with these train tours, to actually experience the real North Pole. And you know, the, you know, all of us we're mammals too. Maybe you didn't know that. So we do share a lot of mammalian traits with with human beings. And you know, there's human beings that are part of the North Pole. But uh, so we all have strong feelings, right? And, and not all those, you know, those feelings are real. Uh, but you know, we also have to so. You know, there's always been a vision for a long time to have a theme. You know, we don't want to use the word theme park just because that is a loaded term up here. But I mean, I'm you know, I'm here to give you a tour. Uh, I'm not here to pander to the, the North Poleans. Uh, this is uh, this is will not be a train tour geared towards uh, elves, but people could, I guess, could come on it. Uh, but so. It's basically a theme park because the thing was, we just can't have people running around the North Pole because there's work to be done and also there's stuff, the things, and and it also is like our job to uh, keep the mystique. That was another very strong concern. One, why do people need to come up here at all? None of their business. Keep it a fantasy, you know. Keep it like it, let them project their own thing onto the holiday season. You know why? And so we we took those and we finally are about now. We're not open and we're not. We don't have opening dates. Uh, but you're going to get to see some of the things that are under construction. Some of the things we're working on here, and I think it's very exciting because again, it's to celebrate. I don't know. And a part of it is what would like in a both, uh, you know, I think it's creative because I, they say the people, pro, the pro North Pole Park, which say the people want a fancier name. So maybe it'll change. I don't know. But the creative constraint of uh, both uh, uh, retaining the mystique of the North Pole in a way that gives people what they would expect, but also surprises them and delights them with things they don't expect. Uh, so that's kind of like the, those are two, twofold mission of designing the park. And we're going to make another turn. And, of course, you say, well, are these parks influenced by... And we say, of course, yeah, we're building on what people may already know or have experience with at different theme parks in, in you know, down in, in the, the southern world. So we're taking a turn here. 
and we're going to come through and now we're coming through and there's going to be now we actually control the windows of the train for this part because there are things that you can't see and that are still under construction those are just construction walls on the one side what you're going to notice out here is uh this great now this is again this is an area of contention but you know big part of the north pole are is the north pole region and the geography so you're going to see a gigantic mountain range it is not real it is a man but it is isn't that amazing and it is kind of the the uh, popular mythologized kind of mount style of mountain range. Purple, I've heard it called Purple Mountain's Majesty, but it is more of a granite. It has a very Yosemite type influence, and uh, you know, kind of jutting rocks. And a lot of flowing water, you know, we already have the waterfalls, and then you're going to see two different things on the mountain moving, in addition to the waterfalls. And actually, our train will be a third thing moving as we will eventually go around. And then, spoiler though, we're going to come through a waterfall tunnel. Uh, so that's why we're making this turn, and you're going to kind of see... Now, again, from this train, you really can't see very much of the park. The mountain range is in, uh, in on both sides. And then another thing you're going to notice versus theme parks in your world, for the most part, is that this mountain range is themed on, this is a fully themed range. Uh, because of the thing that it would have been so intrusive on the residents of the North Pole and the people working there. To just have it be like a, the backside of it not be themed, I guess, if you're using your kind of terminology down there. But, yeah, there's like a there's a like a like an alpine uh, like there's a lift that goes up to an alpine uh, like a coaster type ride. And there's also a river ride or a rafting ride that goes through as well. And those the idea is that those are brightly. So there's actually, I guess, if you count the 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 gondola lift up to the alpine ride, and those are actually the cars being lifted. So it saves the people don't have to get off the lift and then get back on their car. It's all integrated. So it really is only one attraction, though it seems like it's two. Is uh, you like those are brightly lit or brightly colored, and at night brightly themed to kind of fit the situation, but also because uh, like if that's the perpetual motion idea. I don't know. Like I'm not. I, I I'm still writing this tour. Uh, kinetics, I think, is what the the people that are designing the park would say. Kinetic motion is important because it's feeling something. You've got the water, then you have the boats in the water, you have our train, you have the gondola looking, then you have the, the, the alpine cars. And I guess another part of the kinetics is uh, the... Uh, the 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 sounds like uh, of the people having fun so that's exciting now we're going through a tunnel here and you're going to see some beautiful mural work uh, that's been done 
And again, some of these murals, these these you can kind of see, some are complete and some are incomplete. And a lot of them are showing, uh, kind of glamorizing. You know, you see the wildlife of the North Pole and different real mountain ranges. And uh, it's, it's just meant, you know, we're just going through and we're going to exit in the waterfall here. Is uh, that uh, just again to remember that this is a real place you're in, even though this is a fantastical view, you know, the North Pole is real. Your North Pole Park is kind of a a fantasy interpretation of it. I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm just like giving a tour to you. And yeah, now we're going to go through this waterfall. And we're going to start to head down, and this would be where our train would be most visible. And you can kind of see yeah, the gondola is now going over us. We're kind of working our way down, and the the Alpine car will go by. And you could even, if you go to the other side of the train and look down, you'll even see part of the river raft ride. Now, none of this is actually, some of it may be being tested. I know that they're all running. Uh, but part of that. Now we're going to take a, as we come here, we're going to take a turn and we're going to, now this was another big debate uh, of uh, breaking the illusion versus not breaking the illusion. But this is like a, a like a break in the illusion because we said, well, the train goes through the whole, the whole park anyway. So, um, you know, what, what, uh, what, what is, uh, so the illusion would already be broken repeatedly. And we said, what if there was a way to break the illusion without break? Be, be like, okay, we understand. We're all reasonable people here. You've paid to come into this park. So this, again, was a very discussed, but we said, well, what if it titillates you for some things later on? Uh, which are parades. That's another part of these kind of parks. And so first we're going to go through this giant sculpture here. And again, even though the, the what's interesting about this sculpture is it's a very shimmering sculpture that's meant to play with the sun. It's got glass and metal and flowing water. And this sculpture is just barely visible from some of the actual vehicle the attractions and then the light of it is uh plays like almost like light off the water on some of the mountains um but it's this is how in depth we said let's really go for it so we're going through the sculpture and you're going to kind of see here we're first going to go into we're going to go into two areas which you'll notice uh, this is an outdoor area it's covered though and these are where some of the floats are for the daytime parade. And the first one you're going to notice there really well is Rudolph, of course, jumping forward with Rudolph's nose so bright. And then kind of behind Rudolph, like the fog parting. And th th there are motion and light aspects uh, to the, to that. And then there would be... Uh, the, like on the back is a ice skating thing, which again is say, what, what is it? And I say, yeah, this is kind of what people expect with these parades. And actually, in like, but the ice skating thing, yeah, that's at the very beginning, the end. But in the middle, 
where the clouds are, that is actually a, a trampoline for some some aerial performers. And then again, like uh, there'll be other, uh, we, we, we will change out the floats we show, but now we're going into the dark because we have a nighttime parade, uh, of course, and we're going to, you're going to see some floats. We're given, there's a transition period where we let your eyes adjust to the darkness. And these, you're going to start to see these are very powerful uh, holiday lights, uh, LEDs, everything you have going. And those are bear cubs. Uh, so, and they are kind of, you know, light up a bear cub. So they're not exactly biologically accurate, but they are so cute. Oh, are they? And uh, there's going to be other, like, these bears. And then you look at, as we've been in this corner, a giant mama bear. And the bear cubs are going to be automated to run around the mama bear. And at some points, even the mama bear, you can't do it during this, but the mama bear can stand up on her two legs. uh, and yeah, the bears, you can see they can offer different, they're all different colors and the, the, there's a lot of action uh, that can be, the, 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 you know, light, the technology we have access to is not that different than the southern technology. Uh, but so that's, uh, that's you know, of course, uh, it, it's just something to look forward to because and then it'll have the times of the parades as you're taking the train. So you say, oh, I want to go on that. Like, I want to see those parades later. So the next thing we're coming up to, we're kind of cutting around. We went through one area. And this section of the park uh, that we're working on is kind of like known. It's going to be known as Santa's Workshop. That's the section of the park which all of ourselves have a laugh about because we say, well, this really means where we all work. Uh, yeah, but it's going to be area, and now it's not complete. It's still uh, under under design and construction, but there are some areas here that are complete. And, of course, and, oh, there, so there, you may smell rain. There are reindeer here, and that's a big part of it, real reindeer uh, and, uh, actually like this is where a lot of the, now this is just to spoil it a little bit. These will be retired reindeer that worked with Santa just because we don't want to, this is work, you know, we're walking around with the Southern, Southern worlders, uh, and maybe being petted or, uh, you know, showing a show, there'll be a, a show. Now that arena is not complete, but that's behind that big facade uh, that looks like a kind of uh, glorified. It's not even a facade. It actually is like a three-quarter building. But that opens up, and it, yeah, it does kind of like evokes a a working stables, but gigantic. And then on this other side, these more industrial style. Uh, buildings, but again, with a kind of a North Pole touch that kind of unifies the two styles. Uh, you say, okay, those look like they were designed, by, and they were. They were designed by one of our more famous architects, Canda. Uh, uh, but Canda, they, 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 anyway, I don't want to get too, because I haven't written out, uh, I don't have all the facts. Uh, but so on this side, 
is, of course, the, the, where the sleigh would be. And this attraction is going to be what, of course, people have been looking forward to their whole lives. And especially even with the modern holiday films, uh, you know, Santa's a sleigh. And, and, and we can just base this on what worked in the past and what worked in the present and, and what we think will work in the future. So a lot of people would want an interactive experience that is available after the ride, as well as like a lot of stuff explaining the actual physics of the actual ride. And but this ride is actually what's what's really impressive is that a lot of it is built on the real technology. So the pre-show and the queue will be. Uh, it will be immersive in, in a sense to immerse you in the story. I can't give you all the details of the story behind the attraction, but I can tell you that, that, that the, uh, what it'll involve is, uh, so the pre-show will be preparing you and ta- talking about some of the technology that they can share, you know, leaving out parts and maybe some things that aren't true to throw off anybody that would say, well, I'm going to make my own sleigh. I say good luck with that. Uh, there is magic involved. So, but so, um, what was I saying? So, so building up to that and then building up to something where you get involved in the story or you can project yourself into the story, but it won't be interactive and it will be exciting. And then the ride itself, the ride system. We, we we made it so it's a very thrilling but available to all and that it's it actually has real motion versus a motion simulator uh, but it actually like it has real motion within a motion like uh, the vehicles can move as well and a lot of real sets but then some illusions and it will be a really really fun attraction and then again we said well can it be changed around? We said, no, this, this is a ride that should be just thrilling enough for almost everyone, you know, ex- with the exception, you know, toddlers and under probably shouldn't ride it. Or people, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not in the, that department. But so, but thrilling enough is that everyone's going to want to ride it, that it qualifies to ride it over. Like, so the ride itself, in addition to the story and the effects, uh, will be thrilling in a way. So now we're going to, our train is going to curve. I kind of, uh, I get to control the speed of the train so I could over explain things. Uh, but so now we're going back, we're making a little bit of a turn and we're going to see the loading area and the starting areas for, for the raft ride that we saw earlier. And the raft ride is actually based on like what a lot of people don't might not realize is uh, that we do. And you were on the other tour where we talked about some of the geothermal elements of the the North Pole that maybe people don't understand. So, but but so this is showing. This will technically be you're you're on a raft that's meant to transport in the now on the ride you're transporting presents uh, or you you've got an accident. I mean, it's very thinly veiled. But the build up for this ride will be that uh, 
you're, you know, there's some sort of external event and you're getting in these rafts that are normally, they say, well, we're testing it out for human transport. We usually transport presence. In reality, it's, uh, and you can learn the real history is that, you know, that's the way we transported parts, raw materials, and still do in places where we can keep the water from freezing either due to geothermal or, or just natural or, or during that time of year. We say, okay, well, we know these months we could move raw materials or via aqueduct or, or, or canals so that, uh, or, of course, ideally natural rivers and streams. So this one's very, very uh, something you can expect, but it, ha- it should have some things you don't expect. Uh, where you, you of course, uh, you, you, you take, you go, okay, this part of the, you know, this part's closed, kind of thing. And there are uh, also, uh, there's. I'm not supposed to talk too much about this, but of course, we've created some antagonists uh, for the North Pole. And that'll be part of the story for the park. Uh, and those antagonists will be involved in this ride at all, as well. Not all the rides. Now we're turning out into an area, and you're going to kind of see an area, and it looks like a like a humongous playground. And you're going to see netting and towers and slides, and that is is a kind of a playground. It's a the, like a, a training area, an elven training area, and there's different stops and activities. Now you don't have to overtrain. It is based on a lot of real training that we elves do, depending on our positions and our work tasks. As well as just overall uh, wellness uh, practices, uh, but it mostly it's a place for you know younger children or older children to run around and climb and slide on stuff. And there's a lot of natural features there too. Of course, you notice that uh, we've got a lot of trees at this park and a lot of trees that are hopefully going to grow in. And of course, a lot of it is uh, is is made to be hardy for this area. But again, with some of the geothermal activity, you'd be surprised. And a lot of the things from the garden that you went to, maybe you didn't see. I don't can't remember what we saw. If we saw any tree farms, but uh, yeah, we, we, like a lot of that's provided through the gardens that you visited, and some of the decorative aspects of this park will also be. And you can even see that now because we're going through an area. Now, this is actually like a kind of a food hall. We're just seeing the outside of it. Uh, but it's based on some of those gardens. That, that giant mural on the wall there uh, is it indicate, yeah, this is to celebrate some of the parts of the North Pole that, uh, uh, you, you know, the gardens of the North Pole and the, the, some of those, all the production and this will be an interesting food hall because there'll be food food stalls and places to eat. There'll be performances. There has been some debate about working with the people from the Dickens Fair to do something like that there. But for the time being, it's just going to be you can eat uh, some delicacies that North Polians enjoy. As well as uh, foods that you may find traditionally at a theme park uh, or, you know, a little bit better tasting and stuff, as well as a lot of dessert areas. 
And now that's like a time if you would like some nog or another little snacky poo. We have that here. And now we're turning and uh, you're seeing uh, another part of the park here. And this is a part of the park that uh, we, we still do, there's still debate going on. But when it was designed, and I think as it will go forward, is that you, you while you're walking at the park, uh, uh, not that far out of Santa's North Pole, there's just this large tunnel uh, that has fresh steam. It looks like the tunnel just came opened up. And we're trying to, I mean, the main concern was like uh, that it doesn't feel too intense. So that's, again, like a, a decision that, uh, you know, it's beyond me. But that it'll be an unlabeled thing. But maybe there'll be, the best bet, I think, is that there'll be play actors or performers there encouraging or going through. Maybe even, this was a str- strongly held debate, hiring child actors to also express common feelings and then having, we said, the people said, I don't know, is that okay to do that? To say, oh, okay, well, let me show you. Let's go through there together. But once you go through the tunnel, you'll go into a land that is themed around, and I have to be delicate about it, revealing too much, some of the, the North Pole antagonists. And this will be, have popular culture in mind, but also, be, believe it or not, there are antagonists in the North Pole. I mean, and you know, some of them, some of them live in the Southern World, and some of them live in the North Pole. But it, so that's like another balance we're trying to strike. Is uh, but there isn't, there is, there isn't a very common thread. You know, recent films have some of them have touched on on that, but uh, is to to kind of uh, we're essentially basing it on the reality for us, uh, and so it's a difficult task uh, for all of us here at the North Pole and the creative teams behind the park. Uh, but creating something that is based in real antagonism, but. Uh, you know, making that pal like fun and and, and uh, making it into an accessible myth that you could participate in. And so the first ride would be you could kind of see down. That's we just you saw the tunnel with the steam coming out. And it's again trying to balance. You know, not saying well we're going to have all ages here. We don't want anyone to come to the North Pole. So it may be an idea of, like, building FOMO to go there. But one of the things is going to be what was traditionally a dark ride. And this dark ride will be, like, kind of a tongue-in-cheek, like, poking fun at, actually, North Pole Park. It'll be a dark ride created by the, the antagonists in the North Pole, where they're like celebrating their way of life and kind of saying how we impact them. So kind of creating in a fun way saying, oh, they were like, they're, they're working together uh, in, in a heroic way against the North Pole influence and not in a way 
in a way that's based in truth, I guess is what I'm saying. Not in a way that, uh, and again, this is a very delicate balance in a way that's very fun from their perspective, but also true without making fun of them because they're not, because it is a fiction. So it'll have a lot of, uh, robotics and it will have, uh, live performers, which we feel like is important. But this one will be a all ages, like slow moving system so that anyone can ride and it won't be frightening except for people that maybe are bringing their own assumptions. It'll be again, like very carnival celebration of what they would have because you're, I guess I can tell you this part. It says approved is to say like, this is like a, they're like a kind of like a county fair for where, where, where the all antagonists are kind of celebrating. And I could even tell you that, uh, what they're celebrating is that this year Christmas got canceled and they're having a fair about that. I can say that. So, so it'll be really fun. It really will be fun. And it will exit this one, like I haven't told you any about this, but it will exit in the gift sh- a themed gift shop with even also a food stand, and like so that they're celebrating their foods, is celebrating and and toys and stuff. So I think I don't know. I mean, I I think it'll be fun. Uh, and then another uh, th- attraction that they're attempting to work on. Oh, no, no, I guess I'm not allowed to say that. So so they are working on multiple attractions, and there'll be like one or two time filler attractions that little kids could go on uh, in maybe a show so that uh, this would be its own little land. Uh, and again, it doesn't have a title, and there is another exit coming up here. And we're going to go through, we're kind of going over it and down. Now, this is, uh, this land is very, very under construction. It it really doesn't, uh, we've just started work on it. But this is to celebrate all of the the humans in the North Pole area, in the Great North or whatever you would call it. Not just, not just within 10 or 20 miles, uh, but within, you know, a very great distance and throughout history. So the first peoples that were here, uh, I mean, with like, so, uh, like, all the way through, like, people in, like, so some of them really celebrating the first peoples and their cultures and their ways of life. And, and you can kind of see we have the kind of land, the areas sketched out. Like one of the areas is the coast there. And also practical things that we're learning. So then there's like the working peoples of the current uh, over the last 200 years. And celebrating the working peoples, like the providers, the fisher people, and the scientists, a lot of different things uh, of uh, like so so yeah. It's it's uh, the the this is an area full of potential. I guess is what I'm saying, and of potential like one of the only debates was like, oh, should there be a human based area? And the people said, well, the humans are the antagonists, and they just put them in the antagonist land. 
But, you know, we, we said, well, okay, let's be realistic here. So, again, this is an area that's still kind of modeling and being designed. Because they said, well, wouldn't, why would humans want to visit a human? Like, it was so, okay, well, there's going to be, I know for a fact there's going to be a seafood, very fancy seafood restaurant overlooking this waterfront. That's the only thing you kind of see. And then there's going to be the waterfront. And then there's also going to be, uh, there'll be a, this is kind of doesn't quite fit, but they said, okay, what's the main attraction? And uh, it's going to be a sledding ride. And now a little bit different from our Alpine coaster style ride. This will be a re- like real snow and real ice. Uh, in it, in it, so this is a big vision and they, they're still testing out the ride vehicles outside of here. So they haven't even built it, but they, like it, with real cold and again, real sets, because they said, okay, we're going to com- keep combining this idea of story and thrills. So that'll be, I guess, that. And then, of course, there should be some things to draw people in at a distance. There'll be the waves crashing. And then there'll be a seafood, like a fancy seafood restaurant, and I know like other seafood options, and probably some non-seafood options. And then again, a lot of history, which we want to do in ways that are respectful to everybody and that celebrates it. And I'm kind of realizing that this tour, we're we're we're, uh, we're over what time I was supposed to have you delivered back. So I'm going to show you one more area of the park, and then. Maybe you could return for for another tour uh, because the, the, there's one more area of the park we could visit, which is – now, this is interesting, so be ready. But we're going to go through these, like, uh, these mountains that separate this human-based area into an area that, again, there's not much construction going on. Uh, but that's meant to celebrate uh, and where we will work with actual human co- southern companies, southern world companies, to celebrate pop culture Santa. So Santa and pop culture. And so this will be, because the, the, we said, again, we have to say, w- w- one of the things was to give people what they uh it, 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 like expect, but give it to them in an unexpected way. And we said, well, we can't ignore. So there are other lands like more influenced by Santa and pop culture. But we said, well, what about this popular version of Santa or this popular version? Is there a way? Or so we're still working on those uh, those deals with intellectual property they call it, but then there'll also be things you would just expect uh, at the North Pole. So this would be more of your areas where like uh, candy canes. Uh, one of the things people were thinking about is like. Uh, Santa getting ready to work uh, with, like, kids telling Santa what Santa wants for Christmas. 
and those kind of things. Not so. This would be full, full suspension of disbelief and reality, while like and not our reality. So another thing that we're struggling with as North Poleans, because some people say, "But this isn't what what we have. This isn't our world." So, and again, which, like, a lot of fans of Hollywood, so should we have a red carpet and a movie theater? And then what movies, would it be a movie theater like the ones in the theme park where there's all movies you could just go and stand around and look at? Would it be some sort of 3D movie or highlighted movie? Or would it be a ride, like another attraction, like a dark ride or some other type of attraction? I mean, I think the biggest thing is going to be the food is going to be very popular. So this would be like the place to get stuff that you would already expect. And this would be the only place you would get to interact with Santa Claus, uh, now, I have to tell you that it wouldn't be like, I mean, not to spoil it, it wouldn't be the real Santa Claus. So we're trying to figure out an audio, like an animatronic or robotic Santa, or you're looking in on Santa getting ready, or a video chat. So it's like, can we do some sort of attraction like that? Or, I mean, I think another version of things we're working on is like something based on what is what were what was the because but the intellectual property holder holders don't necessarily want to do this is oh what was true and what was incorrect about that film so i don't know and then having uh maybe a show and i guess the main intention of this land is to celebrate everyone's assumptions about the north pole because they're not here to be, you know, they're not here to be lectured or said, well, those are all wrong. All your assumptions are incorrect. And that's a way to do it where we have some context where we say, well, okay, we're, we're through this intellectual property, these films or these specials. Uh, but I guess it's difficult uh, because it, people, we have a lived reality up here, right? And so not everybody's in a hurry to say that's n- none of that's even accurate. Uh, we see, don't don't you like it anyway? Even though it's not accurate, that was pretty entertaining. And some people say, no, I wasn't entertained at all. So I guess the intention was to set out to create a land specifically to deal with those objections. Say, okay, well, that's what the purpose of this land is not to be realistic. I mean, none of the North Pole Park is, you know. So it's just, it's just, I guess it's one thing or the other. You, you know, we're doing, we're all doing our best uh, to enjoy. It. And I really appreciate you coming on this tour, and I hope you'll join me for the rest of the park. I know. Uh, that, uh, like, you, you, like you, 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 oh, you've fallen asleep. I didn't even notice that. Uh, so that's good that you're resting. And then you could just rest. We'll, I've stopped the train, but I've got the train still having emotion. So you feel like you're on the train. And then I'll take you on the rest of the tour when you, after you've rested, because you had that cocoa and that nag. And I'm sure you have visions. Maybe there's a part of the land with sugar plums coming up. I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, I'm glad you're here with me. I appreciate it. And uh, I'll see you when uh, I'll see you soon.